podcast of Antioch Church in Colorado Springs. If you've been impacted by this ministry and would like to support the work we're doing in Colorado Springs, you can give online at our website, antiochcos.com. We hope that the Lord ministers to you through this message. Dear Jesus, we thank you um, for your presence with us this morning, God. I thank you, um, God, that we are invited into your delight, Lord God. We thank you for your presence here among us, Lord Jesus. Jesus, I thank you that um, no matter what this world brings, the blessings and the things that are hard, Lord God, that you are what we have, Lord God. I thank you that you are our all, Lord God. There's nothing, even, the, even our families, even our wonderful congregation, even our beautiful homes, even um, any of that, Lord God, we don't really have it, Jesus. Those things can come and go in an instant, Lord God, but I thank you that you give us you, Lord Jesus, that you invite us in to your presence, into who you are, and into your glory, and into your delight, Lord Jesus. I just pray this morning that you would speak to us through the words that are spoken by your grace, by your Holy Spirit. And we just um, invite you to have your way this morning, Lord God, not my way, but your will be done, Lord Jesus. This morning, um, the Lord, I felt like the Lord gave me a few prophetic words, um, and that's more my comfort zone. So I'm going to start there this morning. And the first thing that the, the big theme that I felt like the Lord spoke to me over this Sunday was that the Lord wants to give us freedom to delight in him. As we talk about Sabbath, it's really easy to get into this mindset of Sabbath is something that we should do or need to do, or that's a legalistic thing. I come from a very charismatic um, word of faith, um, full gospel, a glow, full gospel business. I, I was on the floor of all of these meetings growing up. So when I told my mom I was talking about Sabbath today, my mom who was saved out of a traditional church, like she wasn't saved there and then she got saved. So she's got this mindset, Sabbath, I'm speaking in a church on the Holy Spirit and being filled with, and I'm just like, mom, God's in the Sabbath too. But anyway, um, I totally lost my train of shot. I shouldn't brought my mother into this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but anyway, in, yeah, let's just pull out my notes. What was it? Free us to delight in him. That's, oh yeah, that's the big word that I felt like the Lord was saying. I almost lost all my prophetic words. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, but I felt like the Lord said, I need to get serious because this is what I felt like the Lord said. That's the serious thing. I feel like the Lord said that there are some of us in here who are unable to delight in things, um, that a lot of stuff has just become gray for you. Maybe this is because of depression. Maybe this is because of anxiety. Maybe this has just been a rough week or a rough day or a rough morning. Right, mom? Sometimes that happens. And I just feel like the Lord said that there's some people in here that this whole idea of delight is going to be hard for you to receive because right now you're not able to experience delight because of something that's getting in the way. And then I felt like there were other people in the room who are over-functioners and you know you're an over-functioner and you feel like it's hard to stop. It's hard to take that Sabbath because of all of these things you need to do and you just don't have the grace for it. And it's hard to stop and delight in Sabbath because so much of your week is being brought into Sabbath instead of Sabbath being brought into your week. So this morning, I want to take a couple minutes to pray for those people. So if there's anybody, I'm going to ask you to be bold, who resonates with either one of those comments, would you mind just raising your hand this morning? Great. If you're around them, you could lay your hand on them. Let's just say a prayer. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your word, Lord God. And I believe that when you speak a word, Lord God, you come and you confirm your word, Lord Jesus. I believe that you delight in our freedom. 
And I believe this morning that you have spoken that you would like to free your children from the chains of depression, from the chains of anxiety, and from the chains of overproduction, from the chains of too much inquisitiveness, the inability to just quiet our minds before you, Lord God. So this morning, God, I pray that you would come right now in power, come right now in your grace and meet your children. We say depression be gone in Jesus' name. We say anxiety, we shine a light on you and we say you must flee in Jesus' name. To those who are overworking, Lord God, we pray, Lord Jesus, for your answers, even in this moment, to ways that they can slow down and take a break and trust you with the things that have been required of them, Lord God. So we pray, Holy Spirit, come, bring your peace, bring your revelation of delight to your children this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now I'm going to find my notes. Okay, so... um, I'm going to start with a story. So my sister-in-law was here a couple weeks ago. And in great providence to the subject of Sabbath, she told me a story. And I'm going to share it with you. And I do not know all of the details, so I'm making them up. I'm just going to let you know right ahead. But um, the point still stands. So there was this young man who came to visit a church in the Deep South. This was many years ago. And it was a church of predominantly minorities. And he came to the service and he enjoyed it. It was an awesome spirit-filled, wonderful service. But the service lasted three, three and a half hours. So at the end of the service, he went over to a little older lady sitting in the row next to him. And he said, I love this service. This was so great. I'm so thankful that I was able to be here this morning. But I just am curious, why are your services so long? And she said to him, all week, we are belittled. We are insulted. We are ignored. And we are completely beaten down. And it takes us three to three and a half hours in order for us to remind ourselves of who we are in the Lord, who he says we are. And so that we can take that into the rest of our week so that we can go forward in strength of knowing who we really are. And to me, um, this is Sabbath. Sabbath is sonship. Sabbath is all about Jesus from beginning to end. And I feel like... um, I mean, I've been looking at the subject of Sabbath for a couple years now. When did we start Emotionally Healthy Spirituality? A year and a half? Yeah, so we started this book. And at the time we started that book, which the author talks about Sabbath in the book as a spiritual discipline that's important to our lives. And as we opened up this, as we were reading that book, I was also reading through the Old Testament. So there's Sabbath in there. And I also read this fantastic book by Walter Brueggemann called Sabbath as Resistance. So I've been reading all of this stuff on Sabbath, but even even through all of that, and over the weeks I've been looking at it for this, it's just, it all comes down to Jesus. Jesus setting the stage from beginning and end and showing us through this idea of Sabbath that his delight was to bring us in to his freedom um, and show us how we can delight in him. The Bible says we delight, what does it say? He delights, he delighted in rescuing us. Was it he brought us to a wide open space and he rescued us because he delighted in us. And I just feel like, um, Sabbath is important for us to, it's important to us to delight in creation, to delight in our children, to delight in our families. But I believe at the root of all of it is this idea that we are delighting in the Lord. And I believe from that, the fruit of all that happens, right? Um, So yeah, I'm going to skip all that now. And I'm going to go to three things that I delight in with the Lord, because I'm talking about the foundations of delighting, right? Delighting in the Lord. Um, I delight in God as our creator and as his creation, 
um, in Exodus 31, 16 and 17, there's this verse, um, Exodus 31, there's this hunk of chapters in Exodus where it's the Lord and Moses going back and forth. There's seven conversations they're having. And this is the end of the last one. And the Lord talks about the Sabbath and it's in a little bit of a different way. And I'm just gonna read it to you. It says, the Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for generations to come as a lasting covenant. And just throwing out there that word lasting, perpetual and other um, in other translations, is a word, that's the same word that when God said he wouldn't let Adam eat from the tree of life because he would live forever. It's the same word. So I'm just gonna leave that with you when it comes to the concept of Sabbath and the idea that maybe we should just ignore it because it's legalism. I think that in a sense, Sabbath is something we are supposed to be carrying on till the end, amen? He created our bodies to need it till the end. Um, so anyway, that's not the verse I was even going to read. It, it will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. It is so crazy to me to think that the God of the universe, omnipotent, omniscient, the mighty God needs to stop and rest and that he refreshed. This word refreshed isn't that he rested and that refreshed him. It's its own verb. And this word is a weird word because it means he was brought back into his own identity or he breathed life upon himself. And I'm gonna speculate a little bit. And this is what I pictured as I read this verse and it nearly broke me. So I imagine God the Father coming back to be refreshed and he's coming back and it's the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And creation has just happened. And so they all come back together. And I can just imagine our father saying, the scene has been set. The stage is set. I've created the beautiful universe for them to enjoy. Yeah, they're going to mess it up, but it's set because we know it's all going to come full circle. And they're going to come here in this perfect place of unity, in this perfect place to share in our glory, to share in the delight of perfect union, perfect love, perfect joy, perfect delight. I imagine it like the infinity stones all coming together. No, wait, no Avengers. No, times a million. I imagine just the Lord in his love, you know, just imagining that over us and this delight that's there from the foundations of the world, right? Because there's that verse about from the foundations of the world. And I don't know it because I didn't go to Bible school. <laughs> I just love the Bible, but okay. And then... Um, so I was going to mention this thing and I brought a couple pictures. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were able to go, my shoes keep making noises. I'm taking them off. It's distracting me. So we were able to take our kids to this park where Seth and I were married 13 years ago. And it's this beautiful park out in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. It's Monticello, which I wish Brielle was here because she lives there. But um, beautiful park, tons of gorgeous gardens, like roses on the walls. Um, it has those little paths around bushes. You know what I'm talking about? Just this beautiful garden. When Seth and I got married there, it was a cold day in April. So we won't talk about that. Though when we went back to visit, it was just everything was in bloom and it was so fun to bring the kids and show them. So I don't know if it's handy, but I have a picture of Seth and I, oh, that's not the one, show the other one. Yeah, this is Seth and I when we got married 13 years ago, 30 pounds, I mean, 13 years ago. <laughs> and, then, um, and then this is the same spot at that park just a couple weeks ago with the girls. And it was so 
fun to be able to take them. And it was more fun to be at that park, you know, being able to let the girls run around and see the frogs and see the bushes and run around and all of that stuff and look at the lovely flowers. And I just feel like that's how the Lord is with us, right? It's like he created the world. He made this place of delight and then he longs to bring us into it so that we can delight in it too. Amen. Amen. And then um, point number two, I delight in God as our deliverer. The Lord delivered the Israelites um, from Pharaoh and from his insatious need for more bricks. Um, And he delivered my heart from fulfilling the requirements of the law on my own. Amen. And I just feel like he's in that same spirit. He's freed me from this need to produce, produce, produce. I have this tendency, like I have a stack of probably 10 books that I'm dying to read. And it's hard for me to take a minute and say, oh no, I need to just relax and not think about the books because I want to know. Um, and I feel like it's, that's a source of anxiety, right? On the internet, wanting to know what everyone's doing, all of these things. I feel like there's this, this insatiable need for us to be a part of this society that would love to run us terribly ragged, but the Lord has delivered us from this society. I believe the idea of Sabbath is one of the biggest prophetic signs that the church can give the world if we would do it together. I think about that 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 Dory and Nemo when they're all swimming down to get out of the net. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? And they had to get everybody to do the same thing, right? And I feel like that's what Sabbath is. If this world that lives in this rat race of needing more, new and improved, next best, God helps those who help themselves. If we could all get out of that mentality and say, no, my God provides. It's the slave who says, it's the slave who says it all depends on me. But a son says, I depend on him. Amen. And I feel like if as a community, we can come together and say, yes, this is who we are. This is who the body of Christ is. It's going to say Jesus in big red letters. Amen. And the third thing I wanted to say is I delight in God as my savior. Um, The original picture I mentioned of the Trinity and Jesus making a way to have their place in communion. This is what I picture as Jesus comes to earth. You know, they're all there again together. And Jesus says, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get them. And Jesus goes to earth and we hear stories of Jesus healing people and redeeming people and delivering and um, restoring people all the time on the Sabbath and the Pharaoh sees can't handle it, right? So then there's Jesus and there's this woman who comes in on the Sabbath. He's teaching the word because they're still letting him in and she's over there and she's hunched over because she's been sick for years and he knows the Pharaoh's Pharisees, I've been calling them Pharisees lately, the Pharisees, because <laughs> they're under that legalistic slavery mindset, right? Watch it, right? Um, so anyway, there's Jesus and there's this lady and he's just like, oh, here they go. And he, I can just picture him over here. I have started the world just to bring her in, just to bring her in. I did all of this to bring her in. So Jesus is standing here. The guys are over there and he's like, hypocrites, get out of my face, Right? This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm about to die for is to bring her in to my glory. Amen. To bring her in to my delight, this perfect delight of joy, of peace, of love like crazy that births delight in my children and in my husband and in my home, right? Because we're, we're reflecting that love. Um, so yeah. He came to bring Sabbath rest by freeing others from bondage. Amen. So this morning, I hope um, that that's encouraged you. Um, 
If our delight is in him, we will find delight in the world around us, which I kind of mentioned. And I wanna end with a quote, one of my very favorite quotes by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And it says, earth's crammed with heaven and every common bush a fire with God, but only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit round and pluck back blackberries. So I'm gonna pray real quick. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, that you are always at work, that you are faithful, that you are good, Lord God, and that your desire is to bring us into that goodness and to help us see your goodness in the world around us, Lord God, to help us see you in those around us, to help us see you in the small delights around us, Lord God, in your creation and in all that you've blessed us with, Lord God. So this morning, God, I just pray that we would find our Sabbath rest and our delight in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Antioch Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about us, visit AntiochCOS.com.